Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. favorites all-time favorites beat city by the flower pot man off of do you do you know um my my best friend's sister's boyfriend knows this guy who's dating this girl this is not from ferris absolutely Bueller. it is this is the song when he picks up cameron uh from school in the vet or not the picks up the girlfriend sorry oh that's uh, right in the vet. Yeah. this is the and song when they drive her dad very close yeah that's yeah. right <laughs> oh fuck when okay. they drive, when they're driving into the city, this is that song, and uh, this is one of those like when I I knew the movie and I'm like, oh, gotta get that song. Oh, it was a saga to get this. Song. I was gonna say <laughs> it's a, now yeah. it's easy to find, but back in the day it was hard to find. Six eleven to tough to find back. I in know the day, you I had know. to put in some work, you know, like getting your concert tickets. You had to put in some work. Put uh, in put in some backbone. Nowadays, you have no idea. Give it a little bit of elbow grease. <laughs> Uphill both ways, and you know, snow so deep that the fence post fence post barely stuck through it. You know, come on, that's the way to work. Uh, sorry, I, I just I, had a flashback. I don't, I don't know what happened here <laughs> for a second. Whew. Thought oh, it was my parents. Seventy year old Andrew <laughs> just came out for a second. <laughs> I know. Six eleven here on News Radio ninety two three and four. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Um, oh, fog, by the way, this morning. Well, like windshield wiper fog. You know, like you're driving all of a sudden. I can't see. Not because the fog is dense, but because it collects on your windshield. It's weird. <laughs> like, like this is, this is not it's right. It's bizarre, right? It yeah. is super bizarre. Yeah, but I think it's because it's warm. I'm not a, not even an amateur meteorologist, but uh, that's what I'll tell you. That was my experience. Shorts weather today, by the way. It's like 70 right now. Yeah, see? Shorts and a t-shirt. That's the way you go. I checked. <laughs> <laughs> like under the table look as he got yep sure enough um so let's talk about memphis and let's talk about tyree nichols let's talk about these um these cops in this video yeah i did watch it uh i watched the video well i think there's about 60 minutes of like full video but the the 20 minute version that is it really has all of the relevant things and um it's awful there's there is no other way to say it it's awful um i not on the first encounter because there's like there's kind of like it kind of happens in three parts okay uh, part number one is when they pull him over and they rush up to the car one guy's got his gun drawn and you know yelling at him to get out of the car and you know i'm not sure about that particular portion but that particular portion sets up everything else that happens later now he's on the ground but kind of like sideways sort of he's not on his belly or on his back you know and so they're trying to get him all the way down and he's like i am on the ground and by the way let me say this about police work you watch a video of an arrest where there's any kind of non-compliance or resistance it's always ugly Okay, so don't be distracted by that. Most people haven't seen enough of it to know the difference. Um, but, you know, that's always going to look bad. It's, it just does. Okay, it always does. And the, the yelling and the cursing is normal. It's, I mean, it's not ideal, okay, but it is what happens. Please get on the ground! Okay. I'm going to tase you! Yes. Get on the ground! Oh, no. One! Okay, dude, damn. Put your hands back up. 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 Put
Bro, Stop. lay down. I'm Wait. just trying to go home. Lay down. Man, if you don't lay down. Oh, I am on the ground. Oh, on your stomach. What I took away from that is how he was really calm in all of this. You guys are doing a lot right now. You know, just now weirdly calm. Okay. And I, I'm not saying there was no, you know, or evidence that there was anything in his system or anything like that. That's just what I noticed, okay, is they are yelling and screaming, and he's extremely calm in this situation. And then when they try to get him to go all the way down, and then he doesn't, and they're, I mean, tasing him and trying to tase he gets up and runs away somehow. And they can't get after him because they're wearing gear. So then several minutes later, Somebody has found him at the corner by his mom's house or whatever. And that's, frankly, that's when the bad stuff happens. That first scene, that not, that's, that's not really the concerning part. It's what happens in, in, on the corner. That's when it's really bad. Because what you see there, and the reason we see so much of it is because they have one of these sky cops. It's a camera up on top of a light pole that's across the street, across the intersection. And you basically see in the distance, so it's not as good a resolution as you want, but you see in the distance everything that happens in this situation. And they are struggling with him. And what's happened is they've, they've sprayed pepper spray, so the cops themselves are affected by the spray, too. That's why they're kind of wandering around and acting weird is because they're all trying to get their breath, too. But um, the officers are reeling from the effect of pepper spray, and there's one of the cops comes over and kicks him right in the face one time and then kicks him hard again and again. And then the, they kind of run, walk around and regroup, and three of them are struggling with him. And then the cop comes over and. Watch out! I'm a baton the f out you. Here the f is! Here the f is! Watch out! Watch out! Give it to him! Give it to And the phrase there is, I'm going to baton the bleep out of you. And he grabs a baton and he beats him several times with the baton while the officers step back, which is not good. Okay? That's really not the way that's supposed to go and then they hold him up two of them hold him up on his feet while the third one beats him at least five times in the face with his fist like he's propped up to get beat and then they sit him up against the car door and at one point one of the cops shines his flashlight up the sky cop camera which everybody knows is oh yeah there's a you know because they have blue lights flashing on him and then all of a sudden they i think what happens is they realize oh crap because that video is really good. In fact, uh, I tell you, you know what? I'll tell you in a second. Let's get candy in here quick with traffic on the fives. Uh, good news is we're not showing any of these slowdowns or delays uh, right now. It looks like all exits off I ten, I one ten, reporting as clear. Accident University nine mile, but it looks like that has been moved off to the side. Certainly, watch your emergency vehicles and traffic tips. Text four three seven sixteen twenty News Radio ninety two three. Informative, local, dependable. Yeah. So thanks so much, Candy. So one of the things, just it, it, it's it's odd which things kind of catch your attention. What caught my attention was that the sky cop camera that's up on the pole is adjusting to follow the action. And I am assuming, not knowing much about that technology, that that's somebody adjusting it. Now, it might be motion activated that it's designed to be able to track what's happening. I don't know for a fact. But what I was thinking was somebody was watching and seeing all of this. And to sit there on the other end of the video camera and watch it is it's heartbreaking to watch because it's horrendous look they beat him to death he didn't die right then and i don't think they were trying to kill him 
but they beat him and then he died later. It was awful. And later on in the video, you hear them talking amongst themselves, talking about who oh, is grabbing for my gun, grabbing for my gun. There's just no evidence of that possible in a scuffle. It's hard to see everything. It's also possible that realizing that, you know, well, this didn't go the way the book says to go, that they were figuring out the way that what was going to be their story about why they beat him so bad. It, look, there's there's no way around it. It's awful. It's terrible policing. The charges are appropriate. Based on everything I've seen so far, I vote to convict him or them. The only question would be which officers did what, because it's hard to tell who's which in the in the video. That'd be the only question. Nobody, nobody stood up and said, whoa, 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 settle down. Let's give him a second. You know, he's in cuffs. He's on the ground. Let's just wait a minute. You know, let's everybody calm down. Take a breath. You know, nobody, nobody stepped in and did that. At any of the multiple points where that could have happened. Were they worked up and were they injured from the previous scuffle and were they amped? Of course. It does not justify the behavior. That's it. And, and look, I'm going to talk to my cop friends about this. You'll hear those interviews. And if they tell me there's something I'm not seeing there, I will always take their guidance. But this is a clear case of police misbehavior and criminal conduct to me. So what did the city do right? Well, they charged him immediately. Good. And they arrested him immediately. Good. And then they put out the video after they charged him, which was smart. And why didn't we have, you know, cities burning across the country? Well, I think there's two reasons, and I don't think you have to be all that smart to figure it out. Because the officers were black and because they had already been charged with second-degree homicide, second-degree murder, right? The charges are already in place and because they were black. Had it been otherwise on either of those two facts, we probably would have seen riots over the weekend. 437-1620, What do you do about it? I said it last hour. I'll say it again. There's, I don't think there is an answer. I wish there were. I wish there were some easy solution to make sure that stuff like this never happens, but I don't think there is. You know, I don't know what law would change this. Better training, maybe, but, you know, humans are still humans. You can train them all you want, and sometimes they do the wrong thing. That just happens. That doesn't make it okay. That doesn't take away from the awfulness of it. That's just a realistic assessment of the world in which we live. 620 here on News Radio 923. Feel free to weigh in 437-1620. I'm Andrew McKay. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. Managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. An IRS certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, submitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure for fast, powerful nighttime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold, and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use it directed. 
So we always talk about uh, Frontier Motors being a great place to buy good quality used car. And of course it is. You know, if they sell about half their inventory or more every month, you know, that means that they've got to replace half their inventory every month in cars, which means that uh, they need to buy cars. You know, cars that are one, two, three years old, low miles, great condition. Sometimes they'll get those from, you know, lease programs. Sometimes they'll get them from auctions. I know ours was bought in an auction in Orlando. And, uh, you know, they get them from all over and they can get them from you. If you've got a vehicle to sell that's, again, good condition, couple of years old at most, low mileage, you can sell it straight to them. Now, you can sell it yourself, however you would do that, and all the fun there is in selling a car. <laughs> I mean, if you like that, fine. Go ahead. Do your thing. You be you. Or you could take it to Frontier and be like, Andrew says this is easy. How easy? 15 minutes. You know, they'll give you a price. You like the price. You make the deal. That's it. Uh, maybe you think you can get a little bit more. That's fine. You can consignment. Consignment sell it. Ask for a little bit higher price. That's fine. They'll do that. No problem. They need the inventory. You need to sell the car. Other people need to buy them. It's simple. Okay? There's no special fees or anything, anything weird about that. It's just it won't it won't happen as quickly is the only thing there, right? So if you've got a good car to sell, or obviously if you'd like to buy a good quality used car, Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the Big Buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Dependable traffic on the fives with local news at the top and bottom of each hour on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Play, 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 feel great. Play, 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 feel great. Feel great. Wine with us. Wine with us. Hold on. Hold on. Good morning, 623 on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? President Biden heading to Baltimore today. He'll be discussing uh, the bipartisan infrastructure law and uh, some projects that it'll be helping, including replacing the 150 year old Baltimore and uh, Potomac Tunnel. That's uh, one of the oldest tunnels in the Amtrak rail system. CVS and Walmart both cutting pharmacy hours. They say they'll be closing locations because of staffing shortages. Mm. Both companies uh, have announced they're going to be scaling back because of uh, a lack of pharmacists. CVS will be adjusting hours at two-thirds of its pharmacies. Walmart planning to reduce uh, their hours by closing all of their pharmacies at seven instead of nine, or at least most of them. Interesting. Uh, Wow, that's a big... I mean, for people who need to go to the pharmacy, that's a big deal. Yeah. The last time you guys went to a pharmacy, I mean, yeah, do you remember? I, I it's always remember. like one per, and I'm not complaining. Also, never ask them how. Why does it take you so long to put pills in a bottle? <laughs> no, they will come at you. That's not the favorite. Yeah, they are no. not. They do not like that question. You're, you're asking for them to spit in the lemonade. Is that what you're telling me? No, but you'd still <laughs> be <Man>. smart. <laughs> yeah. And another unfortunate passing to mention as well. Uh, the man who wrote, I heard it through the grapevine and oh. numerous other well-known Motown classics has passed away. Barrett Strong died oh. Sunday in Detroit. He was 81. I want money. That's all I want. Right. right? Mm-hmm. The the theme song from, um, what was the Trump show? The Apprentice. The Apprentice. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dug that one out just in time. <laughs> Oh, that's sad yeah, news. Great that musician. is very sad. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 625, Candy's got traffic on the fives. And the uh, good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. Accident at Nine Mile and University, it looks like that has been moved off to the side. Gulf Breeze Parkway, that's Highway 98, it looks like in front of the Walmart Supercenter. Uh, showing an accident with a possible roadblock uh, this morning. Uh, I'm not showing a... 
Yes, I am. Okay, there it is. <laughs> so use caution there. Use caution wherever you are, certainly. This is in front of the Walmart, and it looks like the Walmart in Navarre, and it is tying things up, and that looks like it is eastbound. Caution wherever you are. Uh, this is brought to you by Tops Appliances. They're in Milton, featuring freezers, refrigerators, dishwashers, uh, ranges, washers, and dryers from GE and Hot Point, Speed Queen, and more. Tops Appliance. That's Highway 90 in Milton. Traffic tips text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So I don't know if you watched any of the football yesterday. The Eagles-49ers game was super uninteresting because, I mean, how many quarterbacks did the 49ers have to go through because of injuries? And I, th- I think at some point, I may, maybe didn't I catch this right, but uh, I think they went back to Brock Purdy just to hand off balls. Like, they were they had injured all three of their available quarterbacks. So, yeah, obviously the Eagles won, but you can't say that was a good game. I mean, if you're an Eagles fan, you're like, any wins a win. Okay, fine, whatever. But not a particularly good game to watch. Uh, on the other hand, the Chiefs-Bengals game, super entertaining. <laughs> that was, oh, except my gosh. For, except for in, I mean, the beginning was a little slow where he had, you know, touchdown, no, field goal. Touchdown, no, field goal, field goal. Okay, so 6-3, to three, fine. Chiefs were up. But then with about four minutes left in the uh, in the half, uh, fourth and one, Mahomes. Tony, you like this call? From I the love 14. this call. They go I for it. you're going to get a motion right here. And you're going to all of a sudden get a quick snap, roll to the side, throw to the flat. Is it there? End zone. Caught. Travis Kelsey with the touchdown. Kelsey, of course it was. Fourth and one, they go to the end zone, 14 yards, touchdown up 13 to three. And there was a lot of things in this game that happened where you're like, oh, that's dramatic. And then nothing came of it. (laughs) <laughs> like, I mean, they're like, you know, the Chiefs got a really big pick off of Joe Burrow, uh, you know, midfield 39, something like that with about two minutes to go in the half. And you're like, oh, God, they're going to score again. And they didn't, you know, just nothing came of it. Uh, so eventually, you know, the Chiefs go into the half. They're up 13 to six. Come out um, again, a bunch of kind of nothing. But that's OK. I mean, it, you know, it's kind of interesting when the big dramatic moment doesn't produce much. But Joe Burrow from the 27. Uh, trailing by a touchdown middle of the third quarter. Look at where he's lined up now, Jim. All the way on the outside. Able to seal him. Here's the pass. Oh, what a catch! Leaping into the air and pulling it down is T. Higgins. And the Bengals are an extra point away from tying the game. T. Higgins goes down the right-hand side of the field and in double coverage just basically turns around, jumps up and says, my ball. And catches it for the touchdown, 13 to 13. I mean, it was a beautiful reception. Um, so it's a tie game. And then you've got Mahomes uh, from the 19. This is in the, again, about four minutes later in the third quarter. Fire under duress. From the pocket. On the run to the end zone. It's caught on his back. Valdez Skin. Scanling is basically sitting down in the end zone. Well, he's not quite because he's falling, but then he catches the ball and that's it. That's the touchdown. So that was 20 to 13. And then again, this is kind of one of those like weird things happening. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has the ball ending the third quarter. You know, when you you go to throw a ball at your friend as a gag, but you don't throw it, you kind of throw it up in the air when your arm goes forward. That's what he did. <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing. The ball's loose. It's out in the air. Fumble recovery. But no, I don't think anything came off. Oh, no. Um, sorry. Off that turnover, they did manage to get it into P. Ryan. Stop him in the red zone. Whoever does that. Second and goal from the two. Game. This is the Bengals driving. Higgins moving to the left side. They go up the middle with P. Ryan. The big body. So that pulled it even. It was 20-20, fourth quarter. 
Weirdest play of the game is when the refs made them replay a down they had already played. <laughs> that was the strangest thing. And I know you uh, Bengals fans are like, see, the refs were out for Yeah, but they called back two touchdowns early. I mean, I don't think you can make the case. But, yeah, that was weird. And nothing came of it, so it didn't really matter. So back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then you get to 30 seconds after they sack Joe Burrow, 27-yard run back on the kickoff. So you got basically the Chiefs are at midfield with like 20 seconds to go. Yeah, I mean, right now, it favors Tie game. still got a chance to clock it. Take your time and take the shot down. Mahomes scrambles. Here's Mahomes rolling out on third and four. He's going to go for the, yes, he's got the marker. He's finally out of bounds to stop it. And Osai was hurt as he hit the bench. And a flag's coming in to put him 15 he yards He got closer. the first down. They definitely hit him out of bounds. They kicked a 45-yard field goal, and that was the game. <laughs> so all you Bengals fans, the only person to be angry at in that case is your own guy who hit the QB out of bounds. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. It's the Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs in this year's Super Bowl. In the AFC, Patrick Mahomes on an injured ankle through a pair of touchdown passes and scampered to get Kansas City into range for the game-winning field goal. KC gets revenge for last year's AFC Championship 23-20. In the NFC, the Eagles rolled to a 31-7 win. The champions of Super Bowl 52 and 54 meet in Super Bowl 57 in two weeks. Fox's Tim McMaster. It's the coldest weather of the year in parts of the plains and Midwest with ice and freezing rain to the south. A powerful Arctic cold front has become stationary for the next few days, bringing the risk of significant ice impacting parts of the south into the Tennessee Valley. Accumulating ice will cause travel issues and likely power outages for sections of Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Tennessee. Fox meteorologist Janice Dean, a new Utah law bans hormone therapy and surgery for transgender minors. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 631 News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. Right now it is 70 degrees, mostly cloudy skies here in Pensacola and a little bit foggy as well this morning. A Virginia Beach woman has died after being hit by a car this morning on I-10. Florida Highway Patrol says that woman was walking near the edge of I-10 near mile marker 2 when a sedan drove off the road and hit the woman, an 18-year-old driver and 19-year-old passenger in the car not hurt. Senators Mark Warner and Marco Rubio say the press knows more about the classified documents found in the possession of current and former members of the executive branch than Congress does. There isn't a day that goes by that there isn't some media report about what was found where, what some sort of characterization of the material in the press. Appearing on CBS's Face the Nation, uh, the Virginia Democrat and Florida Republicans said the only people who were not allowed to know the nature of the documents were congressional oversight committees and uh, criticized their lack of access. Warner and Rubio say that uh, they're getting pushback from the Justice Department since the documents were part of an ongoing investigation. Walton County deputies on the hunt today for a couple of suspects they believe may be involved in several burglaries over the weekend. Deputies say two people wearing ski masks were spotted burglarizing a car on Sunday. They were seen driving away in another car that was identified as being stolen. And then several other burglaries were also reported throughout the county. If you have any information, you should contact Emerald Coast Crime Stoppers. A man was shot and killed at a large house party on Pin High Drive yesterday morning. The sheriff's office says that happened about 1 o'clock on Sunday morning. When deputies got to the scene, they found the man with a gunshot wound to the chest. He was taken to the hospital where he died. Deputies say right now they have no leads on a suspect. 
Pensacola native and CNN law enforcement analyst Dr. Cedric Alexander weighs in on the uh, video that shows the incident between Tyree Nichols and police officers in Memphis. I think one thing that was clearly uh, absent, and that was a lack of leadership. Who was the supervisor on the scene? Who was the supervisor that subsequently should have been listening to the radio and heard all this traffic that was taking place? So there's a failure in supervision here, it appears. And certainly uh, training is of question. And Alexander tells Channel 3 he's certain that the Memphis Police Department will be addressing those issues surrounding both leadership and training. He also praised them uh, in investigating those officers as quickly as they did. Well, several schools in Santa Rosa County got together for a big honor band concert over the weekend. There were bands from six different high schools, seven different metal schools, and they'd all been rehearsing for the show for a little over a week now. One of the pieces they performed was a tribute for a former UWF professor. It was supposed to be premiered back in, in 87, 88 by the T.R. Miller High School Band at a conference up in Troy, but it snowed. And so everything got canceled, and so this piece has never been performed. And so this many years later, since 1987, that piece is, is sat in the library and never been performed by a band. But it's a tribute to Mr. Gene Gonzalez. And uh, that is Santa Rosa County Instrumental Coordinator Gray Weaver. That concert held at the Pace Assembly Ministries on Highway 90 on Saturday. It is 635 at News Radio 92.3. And Candy's got a look at our traffic on the fives. That's right. This is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. And watching an accident, it's front of the uh, Navarre Walmart. Uh, and it looks like, man, it's a, a doozy. It is backing things up uh, almost to the uh, Navarre Beach uh, Park, from the park to the to the bridge from the Walmart Supercenter in Navarre. So uh, caution there, and of course that is eastbound. It's traffic on the fives. Again, that's brought to you by the good folks from Executive Landscaping. Uh, small enough to care, big enough to do that job. 250-3756 for a no-hassle estimate. Now, if you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We do have a chance of rain today, 20% chance of showers overall, otherwise mostly cloudy skies with a high near 74. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 61. As you go into Tuesday, small chance of rain will continue with a 10% chance of showers high near 71. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 59. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Sporting Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson for the First Sporting Weather Center. And thank you, Brooke. 69 right now. It's mostly cloudy in Pensacola, 67 in Gulf Breeze, and 69 in Milton. Our next news at 7 o'clock. Breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne. News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. I'm Jennifer Koshinka with your Money Now. As lawmakers push to ban or restrict Chinese-owned TikTok, one of the many hurdles they face is a pair of measures passed by Congress decades ago to let films, books, and music flow freely between the U.S. and hostile foreign countries. The measure took away the president's authority to regulate or ban imports of informational materials from adversarial nations such as Cuba and shielded those who produce such works and their U.S. distributors from penalties for violating economic sanctions. The dilemma for lawmakers now, how to write legislation to prevent China's government from gathering data on users without shutting down global exchanges of content. Electric truck maker Nikola has created a new unit to manage the production and distribution of hydrogen fuel, allowing the company to sharpen and focus on its core business of vehicle production. Nicola says it's building capacity to supply up to 300 metric tons of hydrogen per day. It also plans to have 60 hydrogen engines by 2026. That's your money now. 
They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. This Valentine's Day, send your sweetheart the gift that shines above all others. Name a star after them. I'm Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, we will name a star after your sweetheart and send a beautiful gift package. The new star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com for this year's hottest Valentine's Day gift. Hey, Pensacola, Dave Ramsey here. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Gulf Coast Air Care. They've been trusted members of your community for over 25 years. Owner Todd St. Ors and his team focus on the indoor air quality side of HVAC for the people who want comfortable, healthy, and energy-efficient homes and workplaces. Gulf Coast Air Care can help you with dusty, moldy, or leaky duct systems, hot or cold rooms, and odors, and humidity issues. They test for duct leaks, and they do the repairs. If you need duct cleaning, duct repairs, or air filtration, you should call them today. Remember what Todd always says, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Call Gulf Coast Air Care today at 850-934-2768 or visit them online at gulfcoastaircare.com. That's 850-934-2768 or gulfcoastaircare.com. Local news with News Radio's news team. The Baldwin County Sheriff's Office says despite the rough and wooded terrain, they were able to quickly locate the two Navy pilots who were forced to eject from their T-6B Texan II trainer. Sheriff Huey Mack says after the pilots ejected, heavy wind gusts blew their parachutes a good distance away from where the plane crashed. The pilots are assigned to Training Air Wing 5 out of NAS Whiting Field. On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Ukrainians have lost about 100,000 soldiers killed. That's massive. And the Russians have probably lost about 150,000 killed or up to 200,000. We just don't have these tanks um, available in excess in our U.S. stocks, which is why um, it is going to take months uh, to transfer these M1A2 uh, uh, Abrams um, to Ukraine. That's Sabrina Singh. She is the deputy press secretary for the Pentagon talking about the time frame for the Abrams tanks going over to Ukraine. And it is, it, you know, the numbers that I have read several places are a year. Because of logistics and training, it's not as simple. You can't just throw somebody in there and, hey, go. <laughs> you know, it's a complicated machine. And 
operating with all of its peripherals is, you know, very complicated. But as uh, Mike McCall said on uh, Sunday with Fox News Sunday with Shannon Bream, um, the point really wasn't to get the Abrams in theater. Well, the better Ukraine does against Russia, the more deterrence against China. That's very clear and an important point. With respect to the tanks, all that was necessary is the United States to give the signal that we're going to do this to unleash the Leopard tanks that are in Germany, uh, in Finland, in, in the Netherlands, uh, but 10 other countries that uh, needed permission to put their tanks in. The Leopards can be put in tomorrow and today, actually. Uh, the Abram tanks need more logistics, supply, training. So I wouldn't, uh, the key was to commit uh, Abrams tanks to unleash the Leopards. The leopards are going to go in almost immediately. And I hadn't heard that assessment before, but you know the idea is that uh, the U.S. committing to put in the Abrams is more of just like the watershed. You know, okay, the U.S. is putting our stuff in. Now everybody else can put in their leopard tanks, the ones that are the German-made that are immediately available with the you know the strong armor that are a, you know definitely an anti-tank weapon, um, and you know put those in. And they can go in very quickly. They can get them trained up, and they can just basically, it's like loaning them your jets that they already know how to fly. This should be no problem. So his point was, don't be too concerned about the lag time involved in getting the Abrams actually deployed over there. Because, you know, there's a lot of steps that have to happen here. But the question is sort of, you know, what are we really doing in terms of our industrial defense capability? And as one assessment had come out last week indicated, we got about a week's worth of pipeline on several important stockpiles like uh, some of our missiles that we use that if we actually got into a real shooting war with somebody like, I don't know, China, you know, which the assessment by at least one general is that China is inevitable within the next two years based on how the elections are going to go. I'll come to that in a second. But that we just don't have the industrial base necessary to keep us fighting in a high-conflict situation like that for very long. The study says that we could run out of precision missiles and advanced technology in less than a week if mm. we get into a conflict with Taiwan. That's a shocking assessment. Do you agree with it, and how worried are you about that? Uh, very. Our defense industrial base is broken. I signed I sign off on all foreign military weapon sales three years ago that have yet to go into Taiwan. So we need that deterrence, but if we don't have the weapons, uh, that's that's critical for uh, deterrence. Our defense capability is broken. What was his exact expression? Our defense industrial base is broken. Our defense industrial base is broken. Well, that's not cheery news. That's, that's, which and the weird thing about that is we put so much money into defense to begin with. You would think that would not be the case if there were any industry propped up, healthy, and well functioning. You would think that would be the one. So for him to say that is um, it's very disappointing. I'll put it that way. I don't feel like I know enough uh, independently in any way to confirm what he's saying, but I'll take him at his word. Uh, if that's Now, we know in past conflicts, right, the U.S. can shift gears pretty quickly and ramp up. I mean, look at World War II, but you don't want to have to. I mean, that's all inefficiency, right? It would be better if you have the thing available and ready to go, which apparently we don't. So what about this issue of China? My gut tells me we'll fight in 2025. Now, that's being met with a lot of different reactions. That's a general who said that, not Shannon Bream. Attributed to the opinion of one man. What do you make of that, and, and, and how do you think that's going to be received in China? Well, I, th I hope he's wrong as well. I think he's right, though, uh, unfortunately. I mean, China's mounting— Wait, an actual war? Well, I, I think China's looking at uni reunification of Taiwan, right? That's how they call it. Uh, there are several ways to do that. The first one is to uh, influence the election that will take place a year from today— 
uh, present size party uh, is running for re-election. China is hitting them hard, saying they're a proxy of the United States to go to war with China. Uh, if they succeed in that effort, like Hong Kong, without a shot fired, but if they don't win in that one, they are going to look at a military invasion, in my judgment. We have to be prepared for this. And in the current environment of leadership vacuum. And it could happen, I think, as long as Biden is in office, <clears throat> projecting weakness, as he did with Afghanistan that led to Putin invading uh, in Ukraine, uh, that the odds are very high we could see a conflict uh, with China and Taiwan and the Indo-Pacific. This goes back to my father's war, World War II. Yeah, these are longstanding problems that the, you know, the Chinese never forgot about, and Americans have a pretty short memory on a lot of this stuff. So, you know, did Afghanistan lead to Ukraine, and is Ukraine just a test for China and Taiwan? Well, unknown, but very reasonable concerns to be aware of. 645 here on News Radio 92.3. Candy's got traffic on the five. This is brought to you by Indeed.com. There's an accident causing a roadblock. Now this is eastbound on Highway 98 in Navarre, and it's backed up from the Navarre Walmart, not the grocery store Walmart, but the Supercenter Walmart in Navarre to the bridge, the turn off to Navarre Beach in 87, actually. If you have traffic tips, you can text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If you've got a business, small business particularly, but if you've got a business of any kind and uh, you love working with the benefits and figuring out which insurance plan is the best for your employees fantastic you keep doing it if that's like nerd fun for you then let it be on the other hand if you don't love that stuff and you're like man i would rather work on what my business is because i didn't get into the health insurance business i got into the construction or the hvac or the auto business okay that's why you call torgas and causey because um you know and i love them and i can say this they are those nerds <laughs> they love that stuff and they love helping people and they're really really good at it like a couple of years ago here at news radio and cat country we started working with them and they were great they were a real upgrade from who we've been using before. Better plans, different plans, more choices, and they are always available. We call, they have answers. If they don't know right away, they'll get back to us right away. I mean, just fantastic, okay? So I'd strongly recommend them. Uh, locally owned and operated, celebrating their 20th year in business. It's no obligation to have them look over what you're doing and seeing if they can help you with it. 433-9996 for Torgerson Causey, or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. Laura and I really wanted something that was inviting. We didn't want the traditional stuffy jewelry store we wanted it to be sort of coastal casual sort of really inviting a place that was fun that people could come and enjoy and not feel like they were being pressured and we were shocked when we were recognized as one of america's coolest stores in 2018 and they said you know there's not a lot like this in the southeast much less pensacola and we're really proud of it beret jewelers This is Mike Wiggins. I don't have to tell you that winter can be tough on our lawns and gardens, but there is much to be done, such as planting winter annuals and getting ready for spring. And remember, if you've got lawn and garden questions, we've got the answers on the guard line every Tuesday morning from 9 until 10 and 8 to 9 on Saturdays. The Garden Line, only on News Radio 923 AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, Brian Kilmeade, Dave Ramsey, Bobby Rossi, and Lars Larson. Informative, local, dependable.
National average for a gallon of gas, $350. Florida above average at $356. The best price in the land you got Texas is $312. California is $455. If you're in Navarre, $323 east of the Walmart, $324 west of the other Walmart. Uh, let's see. In Gulf Breeze, looks like $326 at the Murphy across from the foot of the Garcon Point Bridge. Uh, $345 in proper. You can get that at the Exxon. If you're in Milton, $333 at the Sefco, $333 in Pier Ridge at the Murphy, and $335 if you go to the, uh, the Tom Thumb at Second station there in pace uh 320 on nine mile at the walmart uh, 320 at the murphy in front of the walmart on us 29 and then coming in from the southwest side looks like uh 332 is your best price at the tnc or 334 at the uh navy uh the the murphy there on navy boulevard 649 on news radio 92.3 informative local dependable i'm andrew mckay it's warm today Woo! 70 i'll take it uh david wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines david Lots of protests over the weekend across the U.S. Uh, people protesting the death of Tyree Nichols. Demonstrations took place in Los Angeles, Baltimore, Dallas, Milwaukee, Phoenix, and of course, Memphis as well. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says his country needs more weapons more quickly in order to counter the constant Russian attacks. Zelensky says Moscow is trying to drag the war out to exhaust Ukrainian forces. He wants more weapons shipments. Of course, just recently, the U.S. and Germany both agreed to supply tanks. Uh, Toyota, now the world's top-selling automaker for the third year in a row. The company sold 10.5 million vehicles in 2022. Demand for the company's cars and trucks uh, remains high in Asia as well. All right, thanks so much, David. Uh, Six fifty here on News Radio ninety two three. A couple of other notes out of the uh, Santa Rosa County Commission meeting. Something that came up last week. You know the Whittle Building, the uh, the blue building there, blue white building mm-hmm. uh, in Milton. It's right on the east side of the uh, what used to be the Beardless Brew House and is now it's a gas station. I forget. It used to be a gas station back in the day. It's now a. I can't think of the name. <laughs> I, I feel dumb for not knowing it. Right uh, the one side of the Whittle building's got the mural. It's this long, old building that they're going to tear down. It's what Santa Rosa County Commission voted to do. Well, um, the guy who did not successfully win the county commission seat, Howard Steele, had been showing up Monday and Thursday last week to talk about an alternative plan, which was why not give the building back to the city of Milton for them to decide, because I guess it was a gift to the county commission. So James Calkins was kind of arguing on behalf of that choice at the meeting on Thursday. What I want to ask the board, uh, and if just one commissioner uh, would uh, support having a discussion about uh, handing the property over to the city of Milton, what this will do is save our taxpayers money and let them deal with it. Let the, let the people of Milton go to their elected officials and decide what they want to do or not do with that building. So that's my position, and that's why I wanted to talk about this in public forum so I don't waste my time, you know, waste everybody else's time putting this on the agenda and not moving anywhere with it. But there is enough people that are very interested in this issue. And if there's another commissioner willing to go on that route, I will, you know, down. So that's just a, that's a question for the board and y'all don't have to say anything back and I'll get it. So wait for nothing. Mr. Calkins, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> question answered. Nobody else is willing to do anything on that. They've already made the decision to tear down the building. But and I appreciate this. Uh, Colton Wright, Commissioner Wright, explained he's the current chairman. He said, yeah, but I've also told staff to look at this again just to be sure. For the record, staff has been asked to come back with an update on uh, on the Whittle building just so that uh, the information that each commissioner sitting up here has and has been privy to and has been discussed numerous times in the meetings um, 
But just as an effort to be fully transparent, make sure everyone understands the, the facts. Staff has been asked to come back with, with a report on the Whittle building. Okay, good. Just I mean, just to be sure before you actually tear it down. So I appreciate that. One of the other things that came up, and um, I don't typically do a lot with the public forum in either county, unless there's something that I, f- I think is maybe worth talking about. Um, and this particular speaker, I'm almost never going to agree with her, which is fine. Uh, you know, I don't have to agree with anybody for them to, you know, that's why you have public forum, because people can say what they want. But Sherry Chapman mentioned something that I thought was at least worth talking talking about and it has to do with you know how like there are places in the land that get used and then get abandoned and then they get grown over and then 30 years later nobody knows that that happened there and then they go and build and they're like oh crap remember that lady down in um tiger point where she built on what used to be a dump you know and it's been a real problem for her and that whole area uh sherry chapman's like i can we not come up with a solution to this at least put a some kind of an index up or hey these are the sites where we know this is problems i mean they're not super fun sites or anything but these is where the old dumps were and that's something people should be able to know by looking at some kind of a website or a resource 100%. we still have no record for people prospective land buyers out of towners um current citizens um where there has been toxic land problems in this county buyer beware um might have worked a while back but i think we need to be more responsible we know where these places are people that are moving in from out of town our military they do not um a lot of the old timers know where the dumps used to be or where the man-made dumps used to be people are buying land on these properties and having issues this is not responsible. We need to have a site that's easy for citizens to go to and know where these properties are. At first glance, this is a, like a duh. You know, that's what it seems like. It's an obvious no-brainer. I'll tell you why I think the county doesn't do it here in just a second. Let's get traffic on the fives with Candy. Uh, still watching that accident in Navarre, and it's in front of the Walmart, and it's uh, the big Walmart in Navarre. Um, not showing any uh, slowdowns otherwise, but 98 eastbound, it is a roadblock, and it's backed up from the Navarre Walmart uh, to the bridge turnoff and, and past, like, looks like a 87. Uh, certainly, if you see an accident, you have traffic tips. Next, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. What, what she's basically asking for here is, could we have somewhere a history of problematic land use? So that you don't buy a parcel of land thinking it's fine and then discover, oh, my God, what did I get into? Right. As, as a consumer, I love the idea as a you know homeowner and as a potential home buyer. I love the idea. I'll tell you why I think the county doesn't do it. Liability. I think that if the county gets into the business of saying, you know, lots 8, 15, 23 and 82 used to be dumps. Well, you buy a different lot and it turns out that was also and the county didn't tell you. Now you sue them because they failed to disclose. Right. Like it's if they're in the business of saying these ones have problems, there's an implied and those other ones are clean. And I suspect I could be wrong, but I suspect that the county doesn't just doesn't want to get into the business of certifying or uncertifying the history of land use on sites like that is my suspicion. Now, I would think you could probably solve that by putting up a disclaimer that says, hey, because just because we have a list of problematic sites doesn't mean that sites unlisted are clean. 
you know, kind of like the Better Business Bureau putting up complaints doesn't mean that the ones without complaints are good businesses, right? I mean, there's way. It seems like there'd be a way to solve this, um, and I like the idea of it. Also, because it's just it's hard information to acquire. You know, so-called due diligence on a piece of land is a difficult thing to do sometimes, almost impossible to do sometimes. And so it seems like so I'm, I'm with her in spirit. My thought is that probably there is some practical or, or legal reasons why the counties don't do this. Uh, but anyway, I just thought it was an interesting idea and I wanted to mention it to you. 657 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Time for future news. That's where uh, Candy and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. All right. This traffic light. Uh, Santa Rosa County Commission, they went with the not lowest bidder, the second lowest bidder, which was about $300,000 more, three trades, because uh, Sam Parker says that the uh, the company that was the lowest bid did bad work on a previous project. They didn't want to go down that road again, <laughs> metaphorically. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, um, it, are, are they going to get sued over that decision? No. I also think no. Uh, is it is the project that the uh, the Piggly Wiggly going to be built on time, properly? Absolutely. Uh, at cost or roughly mm-hmm. at cost? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's all going to work out okay. Um, Eagles Chiefs, Super Bowl. What do you think? Oh, man, I want the Chiefs to win, but uh, it's going to be the Eagles I, you by know, 10. Weirdly, I want to say the Chiefs because I know they're weapons, but the Eagles too. I think this is going to be a good high-scoring game. I really do think this is yeah. going to be a good game, and I really hope Patrick Mahomes is fully I healthy. I love Patrick Mahomes. I, I like them all, but yeah, Eagle, and, I think it'll be Eagles. And I like, the, I mean, I like the, you know both of them, really, honestly. So We should actually put money on this no, game. No, we're not we going to do that. We're not going to do that. Oh, is it a league? Not going <laughs> to. Oh. I don't care about that. <laughs> oh, that's I do. nice. I don't. Anyway, um, oh. Tyree Nichols, Memphis. Do you see the police, all five, some or none, getting convictions? All five. Yeah, at least some. I, there might be particular police officers that uh, had mitigating or they weren't as much a participant. But, you know, definitely some of them are going to get the convictions. I certainly think that's the oh. case. Um the uh, the the experiment to figure out if cheese consumption before uh, sleep is going to cause nightmares. Will it turn out that cheese causes nightmares? Uh, no. Or that certain kinds of cheese cause nightmares? No. The only kind of cheese that causes nightmares is American cheese because it's not real cheese. But whatever. Um, it's it, processed cheese food. It's right. It's, it's delicious. It's cheese colored things. <laughs> and um, do you think there will be a substantial change in Ukraine? Or are these borders roughly what we're going to see in the future? I think we'll see them in the I future. I think what we see here is likely how it's going to end up. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.